1: And Welcome back to a losing edition of the NBA Finals Warriors All-82 podcast. Warriors lose game one because Tim Kawakami and soon-to-be Marcus Thompson, they lost the fourth quarter 40-16. to And to be honest, it was worse than that. It was 40-13 to when Nemanja Bielitza, who hadn't played all game, hit a three with, I don't know, 20 seconds left or something like that. If he doesn't hit that three a 40 to 13 fourth quarter
0: in chase center to lose home court in game one pummeling it was a pummeling uh and it's just interesting to see kind of the Warriors positioning like how they like say this would happen oh they played great for the first 42 it really wasn't the first 42 but I you know I understand what they're doing they're saying you know listen Derek White and Al Horford and Marcus Smart they're not gonna hit all those threes again um maybe but uh in any time you get pummeled like that in the fourth quarter of a, of a finals game, uh, you did some things wrong. You, you didn't play good enough. You lost some focus. I think they got shook a little bit, although they clearly did not want to say that. Uh, I think, like, you do this at home. Like, what, we were destroying the Suns. for losing Game 7 badly uh, two rounds ago. This was not good for the Warriors. Not the same thing. It wasn't a Game 7, but it was their home court. And they just got, like... They just got vacuumed. They just whoosh. And there's some reasons for that. Uh, Defensively, they weren't great. And offensively, we didn't talk about offensively. They scored 16. They scored 13 until Nemanja Belica, you know, heroically hit that three. They had had a lot of issues, a lot of issues. I believe there was a zero-point stretch from, like,
1: six-something to, like, one-something in the fourth quarter, Uh, you know, as they're getting threes
0: raining on their head on the other end. Yeah, that's a formula to, to, to lose. <laughs> Even when you start the fourth quarter up 12. Um, and that was, uh, you know, the non-staff minutes. I'm sure we'll talk about this more when Marcus gets here. but. Uh, you know, starts with the non-staff minutes, but he comes back in after a 7 over. They're run. up five when he comes yeah, in with nine I mean, minutes left. This is not, like, the the panic time. Like, you still are up five, a couple baskets, and you, you get it up to ten, and this is what we've seen normally, and they just could not get the ball in the basket. And they – all Horford, boom. Derek White, boom. Peyton Pritchard, boom. Like, uh, the point is, if you're a good defense, you do not allow runs like that. And they allowed it, and then they just seem to freeze up on offense, and and couldn't match any of it. Um, It was something that would be, you know, disturbing if it happened a regular season. This was uh, obviously very, very, very disturbing for them. One game, they're right, it's one game, it's not four, but at home in a finals game uh, when Jason Tatum is 3-for-17, these are are problematic things for the Warriors right now. What did you write about? I wrote about, which won't be posted, I guess, until tomorrow morning, so about when this thing posts, uh <laughs> about excuse me, about the Warriors clearly kind of coming up with talking points, clearly kinda of rallying themselves. Kerr, I saw that Kerr kinda of went down the line when he took the starters out and gave him a fist bump and like encouraging words and you could just tell they had that. You know, it's one loss, not four. I you know it's you know, it's Derek White and Al Horford and Marcus Smart. It wasn't, you know, like these guys probably aren't gonna do that. And you could just tell like they are kind of booing their confidence that this isn't going to be the crushing blow it could be i'm saying it's possible it was but it just this is who they are like they can't say man that was a better team than us they can't say that because once you say that you're going to lose a series boston might be better than them i think we all kind of went into this thinking there's a chance boston's better but tonight was a pretty stunning blow so my was just the way they rally themselves the way they collect themselves This is the Curry, Draymond, Clay, Kerr era, and we saw it tonight. Like, you can call it Bravado, you can call it whistling past the grave, you can say it's not really accepting the reality of what happened, but by accepting the if you accept the reality of it, then you're going to lose the series. They have to, like, almost willfully black it out and say, no, it was just these dumb little things, and we're going to be better. Just kind of the state of the team
1: yeah I mean look you know like game one's can turn series I think we've seen one game one this playoff turn of series when the Warriors won in Memphis yep. um and you know if you are the Grizzlies you still responded in game two you still you know absorbed the Ja Moran injury and, and pushed the Warriors and had the game five and then you know it, even in game six narrowly you know brought it back to Memphis but when that ended and when we were, you know, recapping the entire series and looking back, you go, no, it was game one that with turned Draymond
0: in. getting ejected in the first half. Like, it's the same thing. Like, with Jason Tatum going 3-for-17, how many times has Jason Tatum go 3-for-17 in this series? Probably not again. So, like, you can just say, like, this is when we start figuring it out down the road how this all went the Celtics' way possibly. Uh, we're going to say game one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, so
1: I wrote about the threes, and as you mentioned, their talking points post game was like, you know, tip the hat, unsustainable. You know, look who are the guys that hit it. Eh, yeah, yeah, just, eh. yeah. Draymond was like asking me the math, like, <laughs> let's do it here: eight plus seven plus eight. That's twenty-three on twenty-three attempts. Marcus Smart, Derek White, and Robert 15, Williams made fifteen, um, but. Draymond Green was at fault for a lot of it. He had a, you know, and this is rare to say, he had a bad defensive night. Um, he, early in the game, the f- the first Marcus Smart three and the first Al Horford three, um, I'll start with the Marcus Smart one. He picks up Marcus Smart in transition. Marcus Smart passes it over to Jason Tatum. He just goes, like, basically one foot in the paint while Marcus Smart is sitting on the left wing. Jason Tatum is, like, he's not you know having to leap over and help because jason tatum has beaten anybody jason tatum is just standing there like getting a high screen uh you know against looney and wiggins who are not in like vulnerable positions and he just looks over at marcus smart wide open for three because draymond's way off of him Passes over why you know hits a three that gets marcus smart going a couple possessions later same type of deal you know Tatum's coming off a high screen he's not you know he has not beat Wiggins he has not beat Looney into the paint where Draymond has to come over Draymond is just sitting there watching it knowing yes like Jason Tatum is threatening but he's sitting there watching it and and you know uh, Tatum just passes over at Al Horford and he doesn't even close out he just sits there and watches Al Horford from from 12 feet away and go it's basically you know dare you to shoot a three kind of like they did to John Morant and it's that's just these aren't Smart, maybe you can make the argument. Al Horford is shooting forty six percent from three in the playoffs. He's He's like deadly. And you know, it what's interesting to me, and I wrote about it, like, you know, this idea when they played Dallas, it was like, you know, if he was on Maxi Kleba, like it was like Scattering Report says do not leave Maxi Kleba. Uh Al Horford's a better shooter than Maxi Kleba. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe it's just because you know, Boston's attack is different and it is in Doncic and this obsession with the threes that's always being hammered into their brains. But I just think, and this is what I wrote, that they, they, starting with their defensive leader, were way too casual guarding the three tonight.
0: You know, like you can just bring it back to like Dallas. Like, you know, there were a couple of Dallas players that they were begging to shoot. And not all of them, but a couple of them. And it kind of I think it just kinda just kinda is kind of connected it to this. And wait a minute, it was a horrible. And that wasn't great. Um, I could see some adjustments coming. in you know, what do they always like? They try to put Draymond into the mix, right? Instead well, of not covering. I, yeah, you know what, yeah, what I wrote? And I've actually and
1: already him. even talked to some people about it.
0: Draymond on Jalen Brown because it gets him. A,
1: he, You know this from his past stretch bigs are are kryptonite him. for him yeah, yeah. because, well, he, you know, there's he one play that. where Jason Tatum drives baseline and he goes and does one of his, like, ah, uh, this is kind of crazy kamikaze doubles that sometimes he'll get a tip, sometimes he won't. But Al Horford's just sitting there in the corner. Thank you, yeah. like wide open for three. You could
0: put Clay on Al Horford, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, if you're playing him like a big, I was almost thinking put Clay, put Draymond on Jason Tatum, and put Wiggins on Horford. You can do Wiggins some on, version. No, of I'd say Wiggins on Brown. You
1: got to have Wiggins on one of those. yeah yeah, put and then Clay again on Al Horford. Yeah. You know,
0: what I mean, that they could do some things like you. They do talk about it. Like they like to put. Draymond. Like, put Draymond on Brunson in the last series. You could put him on a ball handler so he's not coming off in in an old New Orleans series. They would not put him on um, freaking Milicic, right? Yeah, like, he was gonna hit three Yeah, Miritis. Miritis, yeah, Miritis. Not Darko Milicic. You would really not put him on Darko (laughs) uh, because he was gonna be too tempted to come off the shooter because he wants to help out. He wants to help with the playmakers. Uh, Put him on Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum Put him in the mix now he might get foul trouble who knows but i think that might be a, one of the moves i think there's several moves that are coming in game two i think that's one of them put him into the mix against a, a ball handler not just a, a stretch yeah big i agree it's
1: Jay, to me it's Jalen brown we're just talking about you know some of the threes that particularly you know marcus is joining us uh particularly the dre monk just gave up to al horford like because he's just strayed too far off or was just too casual about it but I just think it was a mistake for them to have him on Al Orford. We, we, you know his history. Like, Draymond shouldn't guard stretch
2: pigs like this. Yeah, I think generally, though, like, I think it's the whole team philosophy is the flaw. Uh, and I think that was true against Dallas, and Dallas just couldn't burn them. They just overreact to drives. They just really do. They over, I mean, Derek White got some open threes. Like, Marcus Smart was getting all he wanted. You just can't like Jason. Jason Tatum is driving, with no real intention to do anything but pass. It was kind of like Luca, and they're overreacting, and he's hitting it in a swing, swing. They just got to stay home. This is what happens when you don't have a rim protector. But to me, just their whole philosophy of you, you can get out and cover, when you close the paint off, get out and cover. It's just, it's. Just, I just don't think that's that's that works. Uh, I mean. I guess it's worked this far, but <laughs> yeah, they they work. But I do think the, the the problem is Boston has the shooters on the court and the Warriors just can't go back and match that. When they're hot from three, they can't go back and match that. They've got to shut off the threes. Whereas Dallas is like, all right, we can go down, we can match it, right? We can figure out a way to get you know, if it's gonna be 120, 120 118, one eighteen, all right, we can do that. Boston has the ability to say, all right, we're gonna, if we're hitting threes, we're also going to take away some of your offense. And that's, that's where it's difficult. So to me, they just got to stop overreacting on the drives. If Tatum's going to get 40 on twos, let him get 40 on twos. Yeah, like, you know, it's
1: easy to explain the difference between Boston and Dallas at this point. Dallas hit 21 threes in this building in a game and lost. Boston will not hit 21 threes and lose a game. Like the Warriors cannot give up you're not surviving
0: that game. Unless the Warriors make 26 threes or some crazy thing. Just they're not gonna yeah, they're against not this team. They could against that. That. Yeah, yeah,
2: Boston's not gonna let you do that. And
0: and even before
2: when it was like, All right, we'll two you to death, right? Our offense is so good in the half court and inside the paint. We'll just be so efficient on twos that we will offset your threes and eventually you'll get cool. They can't do that against Boston either. I mean, I think they lost the points in the paint battle tonight. So they just can't give up that many threes. And it's been a problem all postseason. Not, not that teams are making threes, but that they get them. It's over 300 wide-open threes they've given up in these playoffs. To me, it just begins with the philosophy of protect the paint and then get out. It's got to be the reverse. Everybody else plays the reverse against the Warriors. It's like take away the threes and make them drive twos and Like, what happens, they need to switch to that and stop packing the paint, diving in, and then hustling out. It
0: just ain't going to work. Part of that is a switch, 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 though, too, right? I mean, although Boston switches, and they've managed to cover, but the the Warriors go switch, switch, and then they're kind of jumbled up, and they feel like they have to help. They feel like it's like, oh, we got a mismatch, so we all have to help out, which is, you know, respectable, and it has worked, but it also, like, tends to give up threes that are just... A little bit, a little bit too easy, and it can open yourself up to getting better like this. I think the worries, in some point, are saying, you know what, we do give them up, but Derek White's gonna go one for seven next time, and Al Horford's probably gonna go two for six, and you know, you know, Marcus Smart might go one for nine, but it does leave you open for this. It does expose you to this, and it happened. You know, and can you imagine in Boston? Like in, in Boston, they're it's it yeah, in yeah, Boston. yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna they're do it right. at least one more time in Boston. By the
1: way. Celtics now 8-2 and two on the road, but they've lost four home games in the last two series. So, I don't know. If, I mean, it's going to be very difficult to win in Boston, but
0: I think it's going teams be. have been yeah. winning in Boston. Jimmy Butler just dropped 46 in Boston yeah. in a game six. This series isn't over. I mean, again, it's one game, but it, it kind of feels sometimes like one home, lose game one, but it isn't over. Warriors did like I'm going to talk, say some of their talking points, but they're true. Like they did play very well for three quarters. Steph did get they loose very well
2: for two quarters, yeah, the first yeah. and the third, yeah, yeah. There, the man. second you and get, you second get, the fourth. They played point, bad.
0: You get a twelve point lead, uh, you still get a twelve they point lead. They were really yeah. good in the third quarter. They weren't
2: good in and the second second first and, and the first. first. Yeah. So wait
0: a minute. What what could be a solution to not being so bad in the second and fourth quarters, Marcus Thompson? What could be a solution? To that? It's time. Mean, well, Steph said it right. <laughs>
2: Put Steph on the court for forty-five minutes. <laughs> just book him for at least forty. I mean, if you think about it, tonight, like they're they're up twelve entering the fourth, and they probably should have been up more, but they're up twelve entering the fourth. Boston responds with Tatum, Robert Williams, Jalen Brown. They're down twelve. They're like, let's go for it. You just can't not. You can't go. All right, a can dollar, Draymond. So, so <laughs> I mean, but. Not anymore. I mean, Steph
1: only sat two and a half minutes. Like they did, put rush him back in. But that was the oh, game,
0: though. At that point, it was, that was the game. Yeah, the it was the game. It was a five-point game. Though. I mean, like you can't. The, at some like, point, you you got to guard. You can't just say, okay, we can't rest for two minutes yeah, now. That's insane. Unless you are just gonna play him the second half straight, right? You're just gonna play him all the way. I would been. Half? I would have been critical if he didn't go back to
1: Steph when he did.
2: But I thought that wasn't like somewhat urgent. I, I,
0: I think it's different than the
2: minutes. I, so and and I'm writing about this. It's not just that he wasn't on the court. It's when he is not attacking and aggressive, they can't score against Boston. It's not like, okay, Steph's standing in the corner and everybody else. They can't do that. They need him on the court attacking and aggressive. And because he sat out, because he lost the rhythm, second quarter happened. He took two shots in the second quarter, 22 points, right? Fourth quarter, he's not on the court. He doesn't take his first shot until five minutes in the fourth quarter. Like, like seven points. You
0: can't just have the
2: oh, okay, we'll get him in and we'll run everybody. You cannot well, you do that can against Boston.
0: If Jordan Poole's any good. But right? That's what I'm yeah, he's this ain't a family. pool
2: yeah. like <laughs> this is this series, yeah, I agree I, with you. I, like, I, I, you just can't I, I, do that against this team. Like yeah. Poole can't create against this team, especially with Robert Williams in the lane. You just cut that out. Uh, Jalen Brown is really playing well against clay he's pushing them way out and they're forcing clay to dribble, dribble 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 to create a shot we all know that that's bad and who else who, who else can wiggins, create a shot
0: wiggins wiggins
2: wasn't yeah. in the game yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Well, just, that's what
2: i'm just saying yeah. you can't say all right steph chill out even when he's on the court chill out these other guys are gonna do it boston is just too good defensively especially when they have their starters in
1: we'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors I want to talk about that end. I thought it was a weird night for Boston defensively. They, on Steph, were as bad as I've seen any defense, like all season almost in the first quarter where it was like transition. They were like backing away from Steph like it was like you know Kyle Lowry or something. Maybe it was because of who they played. But, I mean, like when's the last time you saw Steph get what, five wide open threes in one quarter? I mean, like <laughs>
0: it's even with well, Marcus yeah. Smart on him. Yeah, that was like this is not how it ever happens when Marcus Smart is on him.
1: Well, it was like drop coverage with the bigs and, like, you know, mix-ups. There was one point where there was, like, you know how usually uh, Steph will do an off-ball screen and two guys will go with him and suddenly it's a JTA, a a whoever, cutting – Steph did an off ball screen and the two defenders went with the other guy. And it was like, what? <laughs> Usually it's completely the other way around. He popped out. I was like, cool. You know, anyway. So I like I was like, whoa, like this is a crazy amount of errors on Steph. And, you know, maybe you just need a quarter to correct, you know, facing him. But the rest of the game, I mean, the other flip side I'd say, some of the best defensive possessions I've seen from like, you know, second 24 to second zero on the shot clock, including, you know. They're having – the Warriors are having trouble finding what they want when Kevon Looney's taking an 18-footer. Draymond Green's taking, what, four threes. Yeah. Uh, Andre Iguodala wow. took, took, like, three fadeaway. jumpers yeah. tonight. He taken taking fadeaways on Peyton Pritchard. There was just so many possessions where you're just like,
2: the, the Warriors don't want this. They're just forced into it by them. Yeah, this is, this is like a better version of that Memphis defense when Jowen out. Where it's like you got the pressure on the perimeter. You see they had the, the possessions where it's like they, they're they doing the dribble handoff three or four times trying to get a look. Like, all right, go back. Oh, they cut that. Go back. Do it again. Do it again. Because they're just so good on the perimeter. But then when you drive, <laughs> you got a time lure waiting for you, right? You he looked and, better than I thought he was going to look.
0: Either. I thought he looked a little slow early, but then he got going. And maybe he just had to loosen up a little bit. But they and he uh, they, the Warriors thinking about him i mean you get to sell They take two dribbles in, and go, oh wait a minute now what am i gonna do and he had three block shots one of them was on a step three-pointer like that that's a you know jaron jackson jr like performance or maybe even a little better he's probably a little better right at the rim uh and it affects the warriors like they can't get that stuff to the basket that they got against dallas through the whole series they're just it's just not there against the And horford is, is not small either like horford is problem um like, these are all things they knew going in. These are all problems that a team like Boston gives to them. But the problem that Boston gives to them on the other side is that's the combo. It's both things. They give them the defense, and they can hit them with a the whole different things. And again, I keep saying it. What if Jason Tatum goes 12 for 17? Like, yeah, this, this, this that, that, To me. You're okay you're with okay. that. You're okay. Like, he, guess, he
2: was no. 3 for 17. Why not make him go. 12 for 17. Like, if he goes 12 for 17, that hurts you way, way less than Derek White and Al Horford hit more than the 30s.
1: 17. How about 12 for, like, 27 yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah. Instead, you know, right?
2: instead of the 13 assists where he's driving, you're overreacting, you're kicking, like, they're killing you. That That's way more damaging than if he took 25 shots and made. 12 of them
0: like if well, he if he gets a free throw in a playoff game I mean like the, the guy can't go for 40 44 46 butt yeah 40 40
2: hurts him well, well like, get you know John Morant went for 40
0: whatever Luka, and in lost losses
2: Luca Luca yeah.
0: regularly was yeah. going for 40.
2: Right. it's the it's his 40 means you don't get 24 from Jalen Brown and 26 from Al Horford and another, what, How 20 about, from Derek White. Yeah, the,
0: the 21 yeah, that, from Derek
2: White. You know, that's what's but killing you. Right? Like,
0: three straight games for Derek right? I mean, you know, like, I don't know they can just say, hey, he won't do that. Like, he's done it for several huge games in a row now. So, so maybe they got to think, like, okay, we got to make sure we stay on this guy. Like, he's not one of those guys you can just let shoot. And... He's shooting with confidence. Uh, Horford, obviously, as we said, is shooting with confidence. With confidence all postseason, um, yeah. They, they, I mean, Draymond mentioned though, like you know, they've got those guys who put pressure on the rim. I think they are worried about Robert Williams' lobs. Uh, you know, there was a lob. You're no, there's a lob. You're bumping me here. There's a lob that Draymond like that had easy lob to Williams, and Draymond's yelling at Jordan Poole afterwards. Like, like they're concerned about that. So that's another reason why they're collapsing. They don't want to give those up. Uh, but those are not; those are less hurtful than the threes. That's for sure. Like I mean, the threes were the ones that killed them. The threes that beat them tonight. So there are going to be some adjustments there. My question is, I brought up briefly: like, what do you do with Jordan Poole? Do you just you just assume that this is going to be a tough series for him, or do you try to make sure that you try to get him? I, I don't know. You can you can go with just forty five minutes a game for six more games. I don't know that you can do well, that. You, you can do it for two and three because <laughs> yeah. there's there's days off in
2: between. But I think you one thing you cannot do. Is put him on the court with Andre and Draymond. You just, you can't, you can't do that. Put like pool on the court, yeah. You can't non- with two non shooters, yeah. they're just sagging off, and he's already having a hard enough time driving against physical pressure. Like, you, you just, you, you can't, <laughs> you can't do that and expect him to go so, create offense.
1: So, Andre had some like nice moments. He, he hit a couple of these jumpers I was talking about that were clearly like, you yeah, know, bailouts. Yeah. yeah, it really was, but um. Should he be in the rotation? I mean, it seems like a blasphemous question to ask, but he hasn't played in weeks. Obviously, he's he's probably days away from retirement. Um, yeah. No, I mean, maybe he's not. He hasn't announced, but you, I mean, we all know this is yeah. like you know. And there's good options on the bench. You know, Moody's been pretty good. Uh, Gary Payton
0: II might I'll probably say, will I, show I, up. I, I don't know that Gary Payton's gonna play in the series. He's not. I do not see him ever shooting with his left hand. And like in warmups, I this might be a little bit of a feint or just hope, like or maybe like he can give you two minutes of defense. I don't think he can shoot. I I, I don't know. He can dribble with his left hand. So this might be a little bit, a lot of talk about Gary Payne in a second, and he might not make it back third. Maybe later. Than, I I just don't think he was playable tonight. Why
2: would they clear him if
0: he can't do any of that? Maybe they want Boston to think something, or maybe like okay, we if we need him for one possession of defense, we can go. Remember that was what it used to be, like one possession of defense. I don't think he can use his I, left arm to play off. I've been, I had been
1: getting the impression that tonight he wasn't going to play, but two like yeah. they were talking.
0: Like there's been some behind you know, the scenes buzz that like two days off. There's been some behind the scenes buzz that like two is his debut, and they don't lose anything by saying he's cleared and not playing them. What do you like? You don't lose a roster spot. They're no, all they're same. all playing. They're all everybody on the roster is everybody on the roster. So I I think maybe they got a little too tricky for their own good. When a guy will not shoot the ball. In warmups, left-handed, and he is left-handed. My sense is he's not playing. That's just like that. Just he's rebounding during warmups. He's not even going to do this to shoot jumpers. So maybe with two more days off, he can play. But I, I think he's going to be very limited. I thought Andre might be limited just because we've just kind of can't what. count Andre's. Play, but I think Andre has to play if Peyton isn't playing. You, like you need one more wing defender. Well, or Moody or or Moody or Guminga, I guess could be the guys. Yeah. I will tell you what, they need to put somebody on Jalen fourth quarters because.
2: How about <laughs> Draymond always, Green? He's always super. So what I was going to say was maybe they need to pair Steph's minutes with Draymond. Instead, of like you put him in that second unit, and now you have, if you got to play Iguodala, right? Instead, maybe you swap him and Looney. Because at least Looney gave you some offensive rebound Yeah, but then, I mean. So you're playing this guy for 45 minutes. So well, no. Which, Wait, but but, but, but where's the last offensive yeah. rebound you seen Draymond grab and put back?
1: Yes, but your pool problem <coughs> remains of, like, Looney and Iguodala out there with pool. I'm just saying,
2: you're not getting, like. With them two, you're getting – like, like, When, you're when Jordan
1: Poole shoots here. the three off the top right of the backboard, Looney chases it down right, and gives it gonna, back <laughs> to him at
0: least. <laughs> yeah, at least he gets – He gets those yeah, – Listen, I, was, I mean – He had some I, huge offensive rebounds tonight, by the way. And
1: he is – The loon chants are growing
0: here. He's just – He's just a good player. Like he's literally a good player. Without him, you know, like Curry says about Wiggins, so they would not be, they would not be here without Looney, and they would have no chance in this series without Looney. Uh, he is offensively challenged in this series. Right, it's a little different trying to score over these guys uh, when you get the dump off from Steph than it was to, over Kleber and Dwight Powell. But uh, they absolutely need him to get those rebounds. You saw it when they went small; like they weren't getting any rebounds, and he had to put he had to put Looney back in. Um, like, and this was just a Porter game, by the way. Otto Porter, huge like been so important this postseason goes four for his first four and threes he's a minus 18 in the game that was good was i mean maybe that was just because he was in a bad stretch but that was weird that like it wasn't more positive for them when he was obviously seemed like he was playing very well maybe some of those defensive breakdowns were just like him and pool because pool was minus 19 uh but i did not see him as you know sometimes plus minus it isn't fair and and i'm the first one to say that but that was weird um I mean, I think game two might be 45 minutes of Steph, 45 minutes of Draymond, 42 minutes of Wiggins, and 38 minutes of of Looney. I really do. I mean, that that might be where they're at. They got to win that game. They got to play it like a game seven almost.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, Anything else, I guess, like, I don't know, rotationally or uh – Notes from the night
0: I mean could you guys see coming again some minutes I mean I mean it's crazy you say it's a game seven I think Moody's more I think Moody, moody's, moody's more likely but uh, Moody, on he's a Jalen Brown you know same kind of athlete right yeah, I could just just stick him on Jalen Brown and see what happens or you could even play Horford like you know that's what I'm saying is you might put a littler put a smaller player on Horford Why? You, I, I it's got, like I
1: think it's uh, to me the easy fix is it is what we've talked about which is which is Draymond on Jalen because like Clay Thompson on Horford like what post up al horford sure yep. like post absolutely. clay thompson up yep. al horford
2: absolutely put somebody on them and say hey go post them up that that's better than threes <laughs>
1: yeah
2: so to me like yeah i mean like
0: certainly not Draymond. i mean yeah, that's, a, that's that just it didn't work. work it didn't work but that's where they you know they do you know give you some trouble because most teams don't play two bigs at a time they play the two bigs they're both interesting bigs they they pressure you in different ways and it kind of like okay we can't put stuff on them and we can't you know like you you, you could see them kind of rifling through their options but I, I do think draymond on a on a playmaker and clay on a big is the way they're gonna go it just set it just solves so many things and and then you write it out you write out those guys and you see how much minutes they can give you. And if they, if, you're, if you if wear them out in games two and three, you, you needed them to win. You need to win games two and three and four, whatever. You need to win those games. And then you see what you got in games five, six, and seven. It might be whoever runs out of gas first, but I, I cannot argue with the idea that Steph should play 42 to 45 minutes. I cannot argue with that.
1: Finals uh, crowd. First time this, this arena's hosted the finals. Uh, man, it's just you forget how much media there suddenly is you know gets injected into the scene
0: from the conference finals to the nba NBA final executives oh my god how many nba executives are walking around it's well because the commissioner right i mean they had all that thing going but a chase center is a tight squeeze for this stuff i don't think anybody's going to disagree with you it is a tight squeeze to get everybody in here the corridors are tight you know it just is a it's a tricky thing to wedge everybody in there i don't know that they did it very successfully in this game they have another game to figure it out and possibly another one but uh, it's a little tight tonight what'd you think overall i thought it was cool i mean remember last time six o'clock start they they were struggling to get here it was pretty lit a tip they were like they were ready they they were a tip like it wasn't yeah. before yeah, nah. and then it gets a tip and then it got loud now it was pretty loud it, and, and it was i thought there'd be more Celtics fans and you didn't really hear the Celtics fans until the end and then you heard them. But I thought the Warriors fans were loud, they came strong, they paid $1800 a piece so you for the ticket all that money <laughs> you showing up on time. They,
2: they
0: also wore their sh- This yeah. was a crowd that wore the shirts more than I think
1: any of the other crowds. Uh, it just did seem like, I don't know, the city and this crowd viewed this much as like a much bigger event than the conference finals. Uh, which you know, obviously it is a level up, but like, you know, to me it was like round one to round two round two to round three were like incremental little jumps whereas this felt like a massive jump from just like what the moment felt
0: like what the event felt like let's see what game two feels like now uh but yeah game one anxious which is sometimes the best crowds yeah. like that's like when i when i cover the lakers when the, when the crowd thought they were gonna win it was blah when they were worried about it they got loud and uh, be very curious to see how game two is. And if it's, if it's antsy loud, antsy quiet, You know, they feel pressure, it's a tension, uh, that I'm curious about. I expect them to win game two. I'll just say it right, I expect them to win game two. I don't know about the series, but I expect them to win game two, go to Boston 1-1. If they go to Boston down 0-2, uh, it will be not a good situation for your Golden State Warriors, fellas. It will not be a good situation.
2: Da na 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 Sorry, I just want to do the dropkick, you know. Murphy's. The, la- the last time the Warriors lost Game One at home in the series, I know, uh, 2016 against OKC, they came back and won Game Two by 27, and then they didn't they didn't fare so well in Games Three and Four in OKC,
0: but they won that series. So. Uh, it's, it's great. This is They've never gone down 2 0 in the Steve Kerr era. Never. Because the only other game one they lost was 2019 Toronto. That and they. In a row. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the one. That game two in yeah, Toronto was won insane. Yeah, I remember two. that.
1: That Toronto series. By the way, that game two in Toronto was DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, um, but that that, that series we was insane. Guys, now
0: you forgot about that? Yeah. You,
1: know? you know what though? The the one thing I would say like Boston series have been so weird. If you if you go back they to look them,
0: incredible, yeah.
2: and then they look yeah. terrible. Yeah, <laughs>
1: the, yeah. The, I mean, think remember the Miami series? It was blowout win, blowout loss, yeah. blowout win, blowout loss. Um, and you know they they lost a you know a bad game three at home they lost a closeout game six at home to Miami they lost a closeout game six to Milwaukee and then uh went on the road and and won game seven just like they did in Miami so like yeah I think what we'll probably all come to learn more as the series goes on is how unpredictable Boston is and I think you get that from the people that have been around that team it's like just because you got that tonight does not mean you're getting that necessarily you know and home road doesn't even really matter. Yeah. Well, obviously. for
0: both them. sides, for both sides, yeah. right? I mean, well, we should have. It meant something to the Warriors until tonight when they were nine and zero at home. But Boston's so good on the road this postseason. The Warriors are obviously historically incredible on the road. Uh, it's gonna, I just think it's going to be – it just is faded to be 1-1, and I think it might, it's going to be faded to be 2-2 coming back here for game five. That's extending it way off in the distance. It, it just feels like it's going to be 2-2 coming back here. I, it just feels like the Warriors going to get one there. The Salk the has got their one here. The Warriors are going to win game two. It just feels like that kind of series, um, and then yeah. we come back here for game five. I Sorry, I skipped way ahead, everybody, but that's the way I feel.
1: Before tonight, if you would have said 2-2 coming back here, that, sound, that might sound dangerous for the Warriors right now. They oh, no, would, they no, would they love 2-2 coming would back two-two. here at this point. Oh, my God.
0: Uh, and, you know, it, it, they take 2-2 with a blowout in game four, you know, if they can get it. Like, this is just – they're going gonna, to gonna suffer through some tough spells against this Boston team because this Boston team is good and you you just try to survive it and ride it back and try to get a game five here or two two that's what i think
1: all right we will talk to you from game two sunday i believe 5 p.m tip which is gonna be nice sunday night talk to you then